there, man. Give me a break. Wide open. The hell are you doing? Tournament conference basketball season, and it's the best time of year here on the Section YY8 podcast. Negative niece coming to you from the Section YY8 studios. Joined this week by our very special guest, Big Montana. What's going on, Big Montana, over in Mascot tonight? Buddy, we're just down here in God's country, and we're trying to push P this week. You Amen. Amen. <laughs> let's go i gotta get over to mascot i was over there on sunday um i have a visa to travel back and forth across the river so um i'm a dual citizen i guess you just got you just got to call and check before you come right kind of like in the kind of like in the sopranos when uh, the guys from jersey have to go to new york they have to get permission i've never watched the sopranos i need to watch that by uh, the way you've been telling been me for on- years I've, I've been on you for two years about watching The Sopranos. you got to watch it. Every time I sit down to watch it, a show that I regularly watch, uh, new episodes or new seasons come out. It's like, oh, well, I'll watch it after I finish this. And it's like the cycle never stops. <laughs> but I just got to sit down and watch it. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those where you, you got to get like four episodes into it before you're hooked. And then when you're hooked, it's like you're missing work to watch it. You're staying up late to watch it. It's uh, it's phenomenal. Was the movie they did any good? I didn't like the movie. It was kind of corny, but uh, they kind of left it open for a a sequel, I guess, or a a prequel to the series. A, um, a sequel the, to the prequel. <laughs> a sequel to the prequel to the prequel to the series. Right. So, um, I mean, it was decent, but I thought that. You know, it's funny. Everybody hated the ending of Sopranos, and I won't spoil it, but, like, the ending is what kind of did it for me in this in this movie, too. I was not a fan. Well, I'll have to but, check it out. I, I know several people that have watched it, so uh, I got to get into that one. I just yeah, finished. Was, uh... Go ahead. I was going to say, I just, just finished Ozark a couple – well, no, it was last week, so um, it was – Part one, season four. Part two comes out in April, I think later in April. So uh, that's a, that's a good one. I don't know if you've watched that one or not, but Jason Bateman is yeah, awesome in I, that. I didn't realize that the, the new season was coming out in April because I noticed it was just like seven episodes, right? Yeah, there's uh, part part one, seven episodes, and part two, seven. So it's 14 total. 
I was curious about that because I kind of felt robbed because, I mean, I'll be honest, I, I watched all those in like a Saturday and Sunday just because I had nothing to do. Um, and uh, I just finished 1883, which you need to watch that too. That was awesome. Heard that one's that's good. Probably, that's, I like it better than Yellowstone, to be honest with you. Um, and I love, I love Yellowstone. And then they're making a, um, I think they're making one, what, 1932? Yeah. I think I read the other like day. That. Yeah. He's got, he's got like four spinoffs. He has like eight shows coming out in the next year and a half. Um, the director, writer, um, I forget his name. Um, but yeah, he's got Taylor like, or something. Yes. Um, he's got like eight, eight or nine shows coming out. Uh, and they all look fantastic. He's been good. I mean, Yellowstone put him on the map, but I've heard good things about 1883 and 1932, mm-hmm. and uh, he might make a 1955 or something like that coming up. Who knows? I'll tell uh, you what, man. If, if things keep going the way they're going, he's going to make a 2022. I heard that. Talk, um, talking about, you know, surviving the, the Biden White House and Russia and China and everything else. So it's going to be, it's going to be it's going to be hell to keep that ranch out there with all this going on. Well, I don't know how Kevin Costner and sorry, uh, Dutton, how John the Duttons, Dutton. John Dutton's going to afford to uh, run his ranch because he can't afford gas. Yeah, those uh, those big Dodge Diesel uh, 2500s. Some that's costing him a lot right now going to the train station. Yeah, go to the train station, hauling those horses around. I mean, Lord have mercy. Fly. I mean, does he? I wonder if he still has the. I haven't seen the helicopter in a couple seasons, so I guess they still have the helicopter that they used to fly around. He may have gotten rid of it. He just can't oh, afford they're, it. They're cutting back. Yeah, taxes is getting in. Well, they may, maybe maybe they're moving to electric, like uh, Mayor Pete said we should do. Just go buy an electric car. Oh my gosh. Just go buy electric. Drive slower, guys. Just drive slower. You'll you'll use less gas. Um, My old boss, speaking of driving, he is driving down. um, I should have got him on here this week. I didn't think about that. Um, He is a Kentucky fan. Gross. But he's driving from South Carolina down to Tampa. He is en route to the SEC tournament. So pray for him as he spends a small fortune traveling from Aiken, South Carolina to Tampa, Florida to watch. He's, he's a huge Wildcat fan. And this guy goes to the SEC tournament every year. It doesn't matter where it's at. St. Louis, Nashville, New Orleans, Atlanta, Tampa. It doesn't matter. He, he's there. It's crazy. That, um, he, he, he's one of the good ones, though. He doesn't uh, – Yeah. He doesn't sell pills to afford his tickets. He actually has a job and works. He's not really from Kentucky. His I, well, he grew up there, um, but his dad moved around a lot for work between Kentucky and Tennessee. So that's why he likes him. But I, I wouldn't really consider him a Kentucky native. Uh, he's a he's a Middle Tennessee guy. So, but uh, uh, they're not all bad. No, we're not all perfect either. So, no, no, Lord, no, <laughs> we all fall short. Yes, yes. We'll just pray for him and and uh, hope for the best. <laughs> but uh, SEC tournament's kicking off this weekend. Actually, we're recording on Wednesday night. It's already started, um, so we won't right. spoil any 
any games if you're listening to this and haven't watched the SEC tournament. But um, kicks off tonight, which is Wednesday, and the championship games are on Sunday. The Big Ten championship is Sunday. I think Atlantic Sun is Sunday. And then on Saturday, you've got Big 12, ACC, Pac-12, and um, I think the Big East is on Saturday too. So a lot of tickets will be officially punched on Saturday, a few more Sunday, and then the tournament selection show Sunday night at 6 o'clock. We'll all gather around the television to see where the Vols and the rest of the at-large teams and automatic bid teams and Cinderella's go. Uh, should be an exciting time, but Tennessee is sitting in pretty good shape. Finished off last weekend with a big win at home against Arkansas, 78-74. Almost blew it a couple different times in the second half, but found a way to to hold on and get the W in front of a sold-out crowd on John Fulkerson's second senior day, uh, senior day for walk-on Brock Jancic. Um, so those guys went out a winner. Tennessee improves to 23 and 7, 14 and 4 in the conference. Uh, we won't talk a whole lot about this game. Tennessee played really well in the first half. They came out just lots out shooting the basketball. Arkansas couldn't throw it in the ocean. They couldn't even hit free throws. But second half is a little bit different story. Uh, Arkansas made a couple different runs to chip away at it. And uh, Tennessee was able to pull back out in front, but then the last like five, six minutes of the game, Arkansas couldn't miss and Tennessee couldn't throw it in the ocean. But um, thoughts on the season, the game against Arkansas this weekend, what do you got for us? Um, season, uh, I think the Vols did pretty much what was expected. Um, I said on my last appearance on here, if they could finish the season and go – six and one or whatever it was I said. Um, I think you said – I think me and you both said five and two. uh, Yeah. um, I thought we were going to lose to Auburn, honestly. And then I I thought we were going to lose to Arkansas on the road. Um, So, that was a a clutch clutch, uh, ending to the season for sure. I would like to have that Arkansas game back, obviously, uh, with us shooting – so poorly, um, obviously, if that game back, we would have shared an SEC title. i tell you uh, a game I'd like to have back is the – from way back in the start of the conference was the Alabama game when we didn't have Fulkerson or Kennedy Chandler. I think we got those two guys. We win, we win that game. Yeah, I agree. The Bama game and that Texas Tech game, which that didn't really matter with the SEC schedule, but um, with seeding right now, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I think the Vols um, are going to play Saturday. I think they beat um, South Carolina or uh, is it Mississippi State. Yeah, South Carolina or Mississippi State. Uh, right. I think uh, they advanced to to uh, Saturday to play Kentucky. I think. Um, I'd like to see Kentucky or Auburn get knocked off. That would be amazing. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we got a, a decent shot at going to the championship game again, um, you know, and I, we're due. I mean, hell, we're due. So, I mean, I think, uh, 
Hey, don't pick 40, it. 40, 43 years. <laughs> you think we're due? <laughs> we're due, baby. Um, yeah, I, uh, I know we always joke around about me hating Rick Barnes and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't hate Rick Barnes. I'm just trying not to get my, uh, my hopes and dreams, uh, like I did with, uh, the 2000, what was it? 18 team or 17 team that, uh, Oh, the 18. Had Grant, 18 had Grant. 18, 19, yeah. I mean, that, that team was just so hot. And, um, you know, I, I Rick needs Rick needs to Rick needs to do do something in March for me. Um, that's really the only thing I really have against the guy. I always aggravate a bunch of you on Twitter about stupid stuff that he does. Um, but yeah, uh, we we I, were laughing a couple weeks ago. You were complaining about him sitting down too much. Oh yeah, and I that like, I, I think like we him. talked about that last week. Me and Gavin did. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I love I love a coach that stands up and gets fired up. Uh, but I I understand that you know, and UT is really a. I mean, Rick Barnes is a coach, but it's a, it's a player led team also. I mean, you'll notice in timeouts. I mean, Viscovi and. Chandler and I mean they're all they're all talking in, in a timeout. So I mean it's it's definitely a player led team, which I think is what you want. I mean that's you know you you give your guys accountability and let them weigh in and, and coach each other up. Um, I think that that builds character and um, what you need to win. I mean just to be honest with you, um, I right it, man if we could just correct these little scoring droughts that we go on. I mean, I just – that's that's the most frustrating thing is going going the four minutes to eight minutes, you know, some games without getting a bucket. And, you know, we're so good at coming out and just punching someone in the damn mouth, and then we let them right back into it, and it's just frustrating to me. Yeah, and that scoring drought Saturday uh, against Arkansas there, too, I think they went like five minutes without a field goal – they had a um, they had some like bad turnovers, which they don't do that a whole. I mean, they turn the ball over. I think I looked up the other day; they're averaging is either eleven or twelve turnovers a game. But they had some like just odd Ziggler just threw the ball out of bounds. Nobody was around him, um, dribbling the ball out of it. Just really weird turnovers that helped Arkansas get back in it too. But. Yeah, these scoring droughts, I think that's going to come with this team. But they got to figure out a way. Go two or three minutes, but don't go five. Let's try to keep – let's stop going five and six minutes without a field goal. They're not even doing that. They're going five and six minutes sometimes without scoring. And that's – that lets anybody back in a basketball game. Right. Well, you mean, you know, you're down 14 points and then, you know, team doesn't score for five minutes. I mean, you're – you're back into it, you know, easily. Yeah, so that's what happened uh, Saturday. I mean, Arkansas hit a bunch of three-pointers, and we weren't scoring. So, I mean, we we gave them every opportunity to get back in that ball game. but give credit to the Vols. Uh, yeah. able to find a way. I think you were talking about uh, Barnes real quick. I don't mean to talk about Barnes a lot this episode. Um, but he – I think you're about the player-led thing – that's why you see him not calling timeouts as much as he does. Um, yeah. He lets them play through it and, and kind of figure it out. I, 
I noticed the other day, I can't remember, it wasn't the Arkansas game, it was another game. He had Brandon Huntley Hatfield, Zakai Ziegler, Victor Bailey Jr., um, Adu, and maybe Viscovi out there. He had to call timeout because he had he had no Triple J. He had no Chandler. He had no yeah. – um, he, he was missing like his veteran guys out there. And he was like, I can't – they can't do this because they were really struggling. They were turning the ball over. They were stagnant on offense. He put those guys back in. They ran a set play and scored the next possession, and then things were fine. But yeah, I think you're yeah. right. He does a he lets them coach in the in the huddle, and um, he wants that, which is which is a good thing. So yes. Um, so Tennessee with the win Saturday finished second in the in the season standings. So they're the number two seed heading into the tournament. Um, at the top, this is about as wide open SEC tournament that I can remember in a while. I think that three years ago when Tennessee had Schofield, Williams, Bowden, all Bone, all those guys, we were a three seed. Kentucky was the two, and Auburn was the one. Um, right. sorry, um, no, Auburn was not the one, but anyway, um, that was kind of wide open, but I think this one. Auburn's one, Tennessee two, Kentucky three, Arkansas four. If those four teams get to Saturday, I mean, I'll tell you here in a minute who I'm picking, but it could be any four of those teams. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I, I, I'm not counting out Alabama yet. Like, if, if they're hot from three, they're going to be a hard team to beat. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I've been saying – I think I said that last week. And then they went out and lost mm-hmm. on Saturday again. But um, yeah, it's uh, there's five teams in this conference that I think can win it. I think after that, it would take some sort of some upsets along the way and things falling right for people to get there. But um, yeah. I think it's those top four, really. Let's go through the bracket here. Um, okay. Got to make our picks. Um, so when we're recording this, uh, spoiler alert. The Missouri Ole Miss game's already over. I'm, you can say what you want. I did pick Missouri, and I'll post these after we get through recording. Yeah, yeah. A tougher um, breed. Tougher breed advances. Um, so I did pick Missouri. They'll advance to play LSU on Thursday. Uh, Vandy and Georgia. That game is. I pick Vandy. I know it's going on as we're recording this show, but uh, who who you got in that game, Vandy or Georgia? Well, Vandy's up by like twenty right now, so I'm gonna go Vandy. <laughs> Good pick. <laughs> Great pick. Hell so, yeah. Vandy will advance on to play, in Maybe. our opinion, to play Alabama on Thursday night. Yes. Oh, sorry. Now we can pick games that aren't being played. So, tomorrow – or sorry, Thursday, Texas A&M and Arkansas – sorry, Texas A&M and Florida kick things off at noon. Who you got in that one? Uh – I'm going to go Florida, I think. That's a big game for both of those teams because they're both – I think Texas A&M is – let's see. They were under consideration last time I looked. So, according to Joe Lenardi, Bracketology, Texas A&M is in the next four out, and they're the fourth team. Florida is also in the next four out. So, this is a de facto elimination game for those two. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. Uh, I'm going to take A and M, and you okay. took who? I took Florida. Florida. All right. 
All right, the next game on Thursday, Missouri and LSU. I'm taking LSU. Um, who you got? I'll, I'll take the I'll take the Tigers. LSU Tigers. <laughs> I was about to say, they're both Tigers. Can't take to tougher breed. I, I had to think about that one. No, I, I think uh, I think the LSU will squeak that one out. I think it'll be a close game, though. You think Missouri fires Conzo? Uh, no, just because what are they going to do? You know, uh, I hope they I keep him. I think his what's his wonder what his buyout is <clears throat> too much. The so I heard the, the Florida guy, um, well, who's it? White is he still there? Yeah, Mike White. Apparently, his buyout's like eight million, it's something stupid right now. It's so crazy. Uh, they're stuck with him for a minute, um, which I am. I, I love that Florida athletics is just in a in like a downward spiral right now. I I don't think their football team. Of course, they'll probably end up beating us, but I think their football team is going to be dog shit this year too. We can only hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those two. I. Mike White came in the same time Rick Barnes came in to Tennessee, and it's been total – I mean, Florida's been to the tournament a couple times, but they have – I mean, that guy was – he was at Louisiana Tech, and I, I mean, this guy's a guy that I could see coming here. He's a younger guy. He's won it – once of games at Louisiana Tech, took him to the tournament. He's just not been able to do it on a consistent basis at Florida. I don't know about his buyout. That's interesting. They may have to keep him. For that price. Um, So, yeah. We'll see. So, you and I both have LSU advancing. Now on to Friday night. Tennessee. Oh, sorry. We're on Thursday. I I apologize. South Carolina, Mississippi State, the winner will face Tennessee. I've got South Carolina. Who do you have? I like South Carolina. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're a sneaky little team. And they've been getting a lot of publicity here recently. Um, as far as love and the rankings and stuff, it feels like. Um, but I, I was really hoping they were going to beat Auburn on uh, Saturday, but they couldn't pull it out. Yeah, they, um, they're they never in the um, – I was t- talking to Gavin about this on last week's show. They were, they were in that group of teams that w- weren't even in, like, the next four out that people were talking about. And I was like, I hadn't paid attention to them. I was like, wow, that's interesting. And then you look, and they were nine and eight going into the Auburn game in conference. Of course, they lost, and now they they finished five hundred. But I mean, right. at the start of the year, they were they were pretty bad. Awful. So didn't Tennessee beat them by by like twenty plus both games? Yes, and then the one down there, it was in the second half. We were only up by like a possession, and then just laid the hammer on them uh, later right. in the second half, but. Um, so we both got South Carolina advancing to take on the Vols, or as people on ESPN have been calling them recently, the Vols. I don't know what all that's about. I've heard three different guys call Tennessee the Vols. I mean, what did we change our mascot to the varmints that crawl around in your in your yard? What is wrong with these guys? All those guys, all those guys on ESPN, you know, they wear their masks in their car by themselves and stuff, though. They and they're all and they're all from up north too, so that doesn't help. Yeah, they they probably forgot how to enunciate and pronounce words. So true. Um, 
Just pray for them. <laughs> so we got Vandy <laughs> advancing to play Alabama on the nightcap on Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. who, who do you got in that one? Uh, I'll go Bama in that one. I'm going out and taking an upset here. I'm taking Vandy. Oh, Lord. So Vandy – I've got Vandy beating Alabama, and they will advance to play Kentucky on Saturday – sorry, Friday night. Um, so mm, – I think you're wrong on that. Uh, I will, I'll, no, Vandy plays Kentucky. On Friday? They If they win, they'll play on Friday. Oh, I got you. I'm sorry. I'm 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 behind today. Yeah. Oh, so well, it didn't help. I said Friday like three times while we were picking Thursday's game. So that, that's fine. <laughs> All right, now Tennessee. moving on to Friday. Yes, yes. So kicking off the day is number one Auburn versus. I have A and M. Bowling has Florida. Big Montana does. So mm-hmm. I'll. I I think we're both probably going to pick Auburn in this game, regardless of who they're playing. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I, I am. So, we both yes. got Auburn advancing to the semifinals on Saturday. The next quarterfinal game is we both have LSU taking on Arkansas. Who you got in that one? I like Arkansas. I do, too. So, that sets up a semifinal game between two SEC West foes, Auburn and Arkansas. Um, Big game Friday night for us, Tennessee, South Carolina, 6 o'clock. SEC Network, we both had South Carolina advancing to the quarterfinals to take on the Vols. Who do you got? I'll go with the big orange, man. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm, I'm going with the, with the Vols, too. So, um, Tennessee advances to the semifinals for the third straight tournament. So, we'll talk about them here in just a minute. Um, the final game on Friday night. You had Bama. I had Vandy taking on Kentucky. Who do you got in that one? Uh, Kentucky. Same. So, we've got an SEC West matchup in one semifinal and an SEC East matchup in the other semifinal. Tennessee and Ar- – or, sorry, Tennessee and Kentucky, 3.30 on Saturday. Auburn, Arkansas, 1 o'clock on Saturday. First game is Auburn, Ar- Arkansas. Who you got? Arkansas beat Auburn earlier in the year at Fayetteville, but this is in Tampa on a neutral site. I like Arkansas. Bowling, going with the Hogs. Call them up, baby. Call them in. I like it. Big Suey. I like it, but I'm picking Auburn to advance to the championship game and then the big one, our most hated rival, Kentucky Wildcats versus Tennessee, 330 SEC Network on Saturday. Who do you got? I think, <laughs> I think, I think the Vols win because it's just – it's so Rick Barnes it hurts. He's going to get us there. And he's going to pull the damn rug out from underneath us. I think the Vols take down the Wildcats again. Tennessee's is playing really good right now. I know they go on some scoring droughts. But they play such good defense. Um, it, I, it'll be a tight one, like it, like it always is, and probably should be um, when we play Kentucky. But um, I just, I like the Vols heading into this tournament for some reason. I told, I was texting Gavin earlier today, kind of telling him about my picks that I'm going to make tonight, 
And uh, so he's got uh-huh. a heads up of, of who I've picked already. But um, I just like where the Vols are at right now. I'm probably going to be let down again, but um, let's just get into it. Championship game, Auburn versus Tennessee rematch of the 2019 game. Auburn beat Tennessee by 20 that day. They literally could not miss from the field. I've never seen anything like it in a championship game. But um, Tennessee – we both got them in the championship game for the third time in four years or four tournaments. I'll mm-hmm. start with you. You've got Arkansas. I've got Auburn. Are you picking Arkansas or Tennessee to, to win the SEC tournament title? I'm, I'm going to say the Vols finally get the monkey off their back and get it done. This is, um, this is incredible. Incredible. Listen, and and a big reason why I'm doing this is because if I don't pick Tennessee and they win, my ass is going to get drug all over Twitter. So I'm just going to save myself and buy some insurance. And uh, listen, I I hope I'm wrong. I I really do. As far as my Rick Barnes uh, stance, I mean, you know, want to see just want to see him win something. I, I like championships. I'm I'm going with Tennessee. I I picked Tennessee. I was looking at this uh, last night and looking at matchups. And of course, I've got Tennessee playing Auburn. Tennessee played mm-hmm. uh, one of their best games of the year against Auburn a couple Saturdays ago. And I know that was at home. Um, I just think, like I said a minute ago, Tennessee, I just like where they're at right now as a team. I know they go on these scoring droughts. But they play really good defense. Defense travels. They rebound the ball pretty well. Uh, they sh- they're shooting the ball pretty well. Um, I saw a stat where Tennessee has four of the top 27 three-point shooters in the conference. And Vescovi yeah. led the conference in three-point field goal percentage. So, I don't know, man. I just got this feeling in my gut it may be gas, but I just think Tennessee is going to win this thing this week. Now – like we said earlier, between Auburn, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Kentucky, any one of those four teams can beat any uh, of the other three. So, I mean, it's well, we've seen it all year long in this conference. But the only thing is all those games were at home for all those teams. Um, yep. Arkansas beat Auburn at home. Tennessee beat Auburn and Kentucky at home. Tennessee beat Arkansas at home. Arkansas beat Tennessee at home. Kentucky beat Tennessee mm-hmm. at home. Kentucky beat – no, they didn't play Arkansas at home. So, all those games were at home. Um, so, I'm not real sure you can take much out of that, but I don't know. I just – probably going to be let reason, down, but I think Tennessee wins this thing this weekend. The reason that I picked Arkansas over Auburn is Auburn has not been a good road team. I know this is a neutral site game, but they uh, they've really – Dropped the ball um, traveling this year, I think. I think – I know all their losses have been on the road because they were 18-0 and 0 at home, correct? Yeah, it's like Tennessee. Tennessee's yeah. losses were all on the road or neutral side. Right. But, I mean, they lost to – lost to Arkansas on the road, which was a great – it's probably one of the best basketball games I've watched in a long time. Um, the uh, the Florida – they lost to Florida on the road. Um and if you remember back, they almost lost to St. Louis. If you at the beginning of the season, um, they lost to you. They lost to UConn in two overtimes yes. in in Atlantis. 
Yes. And they, they almost lost to St. Louis in some tournament. Um, I forget what the name of it was. Yeah, I'm trying to look. They beat St. Louis at St. Louis 74 to 70 back in December. Yeah. Um, they beat Murray State, another tournament team. I don't know if St. Louis is. I don't think so. Um, obviously, UConn is. They beat them. Yeah. They beat Loyola Chicago, who I think is a tournament team. Uh, yes. Syracuse, doubtful they're a tournament team, but they blew them out. Um, right. Their only other loss was obviously at Arkansas, which we talked about, and um, Florida. So that's their four losses this year. So really no bad loss. No. On that, it's like Tennessee. Tennessee's got seven losses. None of them were below quad one. So it's – Right. I don't know, man. It's going to be a wild SEC tournament, I think. Um, you know, I'm sitting here trying to pick these games objectively, and I really just – looking at the matchups, I just like Tennessee against Auburn if, and Kentucky. If Tennessee can rebound and Kenny Chandler can uh, hit some free throws, I think we got a great shot. God, Chandler is – I don't know what's going on with that guy. I think it's mechanical and it's mental at this point. He he literally shot an air ball Saturday on a free throw. I mean, it's – he is here's really a, struggling at the foul line right now. Here's a stat for you. Kennedy Chandler's in-conference free throw percentage is 55%. Euros – Awful. Conference. Euros conference free throw percentage is 59%. And Euros has probably shot way less total free right. throws. <laughs> yeah, big time. Well, the thing you got with Euros is it's either going to be nothing but net or he's going to break the back of the backboard where he shoots his. I mean, no last Saturday against Arkansas, Tennessee was – excuse me, 20 of 30 from the free throw line. They missed a lot there at the end from guys that don't normally like – Zakai Ziegler, he doesn't normally miss when it gets under two minutes. And he yeah. was he was three of six. Kennedy Chandler was 0 for three. Um, everybody Scobie. else was pretty good. Uh, Scobie missed one. Uh, he says here he was four for four. Um, yeah. Let's see. Huntley Hatfield was three for five. Fulkerson, three for four. Jonas to do three for four. So, I mean, those besides Chandler missing three and Ziggler missing three, the rest of the team missed six total. But, um, yeah, or sorry, four total. Um, but that one kind of surprised me, especially Ziggler. And I don't know, they talked him up right before he missed all those. Like, he's a 90% free throw shooter in conference play, yeah. and he missed like one out of his last 49. And then he misses two or three in the last minute of the game. So, um, right. that's – free throws will – can win you or lose your game. You got to make sure you're, you're making them. Tennessee's been doing pretty good in that category. Not so much last Saturday, but they were lucky. Arkansas wasn't much better. Uh, they were – both teams shot 66% from the free throw line. So, um, and Arkansas is a better free throw shooting team than Tennessee. They're 74%. Uh, 18 right. to 27 is 66.7%. So they they didn't shoot the ball well either at all Saturday. Yeah. Bob Kessling, when I was listening to it on the radio, said that Arkansas was automatic from the free throw line. And I said, what, what about 74% is automatic? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. 
Oh, Bob. I hate that the uh, tournament's in Tampa. I wish it was in Nashville. I would uh, I would definitely go Saturday. Yeah, I was trying to find – if I remember correctly, they signed a few years ago to play when – I guess it was when Missouri and Texas A&M came in. They signed an agreement with St. Louis, and yeah. then they signed an agreement with Tampa to go there one time. And then the rest of the – I think through 2030-something is in Nashville. Yeah. Um, which is where it should be all the time. I mean, it's like right in the middle of the conference. Um, I, I think I think Atlanta and Nashville are the two best. And it's weird they they haven't been back to Atlanta in a long time, and the SEC or sorry, the ACC was going there, but neither one of them go. The ACC's been in Brooklyn a lot recently. They're either in Brooklyn or Greensboro. But I'm reading here the. This was in 2018, SEC tournament to stay in Nashville through 2035. Right. Um, so that's awesome. Um, they're under contract to play the tournament each year except 2022. Uh, the women's tournament was obviously there this year. Um, the women's tournament was set to return to Nashville in 2026, but that year will be turned over to the men. Um, it doesn't really say why. Um, the tournaments in Tampa, but if I remember correctly, they they signed a contract. It says here in 2015, and the men's tournament was scheduled to be held 2019, 2020, 21, 23, 24, 25, and then they extended it a year. So I think they were trying to throw one down south for Florida. Um, yeah, but that's that's done with after this year. I think you'll see it in Nashville until the end of time, unless that arena starts falling apart or something, but um, the way Nashville's going right now, they'll probably just build a new one. Well, they're, they're, from what I've heard, they're wanting, to, they're wanting to build a dome uh, for the Titans, so they'll probably just play the SEC tournament in the dome whenever it gets built. Might as well. They need uh, to, man. I think, I think every NFL stadium should be a dome or at least have a retractable to where they could do it inside or outside. Obviously, yeah. you're not. Obviously, you're not going to do Lambeau and, you know, some of the historic places. You know, that'll never happen. But um, uh, I, I like the dome. You know, going to watch a football game in a t-shirt is the way to go. Nashville wants a Super Bowl, and they're not going to get a Super Bowl outdoors. Yeah. Even though I know the NFL went to New York a few years ago, but that's the whole different market. But Exactly. NFL is not going to Nashville in Jan February to play a Super Bowl outdoors. They're just not going to nope. happen. Even not though the happen. stadium is the same exact stadium that Tampa Bay has. it's it, what, Look at it. It's the same layout, everything. There's nothing right. different about it. It's just where it's located. Right, 100%. We'll see how that plays out over the next few years. But uh, we both got the Vols winning the SEC title tournament title and i think if that happens on sunday you're going to see tennessee move up right now they're a three seed i think you're going to see tennessee move up to a two seed if that happens in the big dance next I, week. I think i personally think so i think auburn's a one seed no matter what i think if kentucky loses to us 
in the semifinals. I think if we make the championship game, we're a two seed, and they drop to a three. Now that could happen. Right now, they've got us as a three, mm-hmm. um, or Lenardi does. Most others have us as a three-two. Um, the two seeds are Duke, Wisconsin, um, Auburn, and Kentucky. Wisconsin's a team that I think Tennessee's better than. Uh, I know they've got a player of the year candidate, um, yep. but I just think without him, ten- I mean, Tennessee's a better team than, than Wisconsin. Um, we'll have to watch and see what they do in the Big Ten tournament. Tennessee could move up there. But you're right, I think, about that. That Tennessee-Kentucky game could be for a two-seed on Saturday. Right. Um, the three-seed – I'll, I'll tell you, if, if, they, if they're a two-seed, they will not play a high-caliber team until the Elite Eight. I mean, in, in my opinion, uh, from things I've heard, they won't play a Kentucky-caliber team until the Elite Eight, which, you know, that'd be awesome. Well, right. So, can, Lenardi has Kentucky as a two seed, and he's got <laughs> he's got USC as a seven, Notre Dame as a ten, Kentucky as a two, playing Georgia State. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be afraid of either of those teams, any three of those. Um, and then after that, you have the possibility if you're a two seed of Kentucky playing. The three seed Villanova, which would be in the Sweet 16, or Ohio State, Memphis, or Longwood. Yeah. Longwood. I, I'm <laughs> nice. Um, I was looking at it, and I, if, if we're a two seed, we want to be like five or six. We don't want to be seven or eight from what I've saw because that gets you out of the Gonzaga bracket um from what I've heard so I'd like to bypass that so he's got he's got Tennessee as a three seed playing Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh against Princeton as a 14 seed and then Iowa and Davidson playing a six and 11 game so Tennessee if they were to win that could play Davidson or Iowa um win that one and he's got us in the same in the south region, and that's Duke. Duke, Boise State is a 7, Creighton a 10, Jacksonville State a 15. So you're looking at Tennessee, Duke playing each other possibly in the Sweet 16. Is um, that, in, that in Greensboro? The uh, No, that would be in San Antonio. Gotcha. Well, that's the good. regions this year are south region, San Antonio, west region, San Francisco – East is Philadelphia, Midwest is Chicago. Nice. Um, I looks like that would be the region. He's got Tennessee in the region with Baylor as the one seed. Right. But those matchups can change. He usually gets the seeding pretty close, uh, but the matchups sometimes yeah. differ. But it'll be right. interesting. I Tennessee, I, I don't think they lose a three seed unless they lose Friday night to um, – South, if they lose to South Carolina Friday night, they're gonna they will not be a three seed because there's Arkansas's right behind them. Yeah. Uh Texas Tech, I think he's got them as a three seed. Let's see, there's Arkansas, UCLA's right behind us. Um, Providence and Illinois are four seeds, and it just depends on yeah. what they do. 
Tennessee, I think Tennessee locks up a three seed with a win Friday, and I think they're trending toward a two seed if they can beat Kentucky on Saturday, and especially if they if they win the tar- whole thing on on Sunday. If they win the whole thing and they're not a two seed, it's a bunch of BS um, in my mind. I mean, with us not having a, you know, all of our losses are quad one and with us finishing second in the SEC and then winning the whole tournament, um, you're not a two seed and you beat Arizona and, uh, you know, Auburn, Arkansas, Kentucky in your season, you know, that's, I don't know. Something's fishy if you're not. And we're number eight in the net rankings. So I, I don't right. know how much the NCAA looks at that, but I think they that plays a key role in who they who they place where. So we'll see. It'll be interesting, but it's we, the, uh, we go ahead. We need Duke to lose um in like the their first game of the ACC tournament. That'd be nice. That would that would help us out a lot too. Was that not sad Saturday night watching Duke lose in Coach K's last game in Cameron Indoor? It was. And, you know, I uh, I have a lot of respect for Coach K and Roy Williams and guys like that. I mean, I mean, we – us as, as ball fans, you know, how hard it is to make it to – you know, to make it to the Final Four and then, you know, shit, he's won five, five titles, you know, and – we were spoiled with Pat Summit here, but like, you know, for the longest time in women's basketball, you could pick the final four fairly easily. I mean, you know, it, it was wasn't... basically three or four teams was all that was going to win it. You had UConn, Tennessee, exactly. Georgia, and Texas, maybe Louisiana Tech or right. uh, Old Dominion was there sometimes, but yeah, it was basically, right. or Stanford, sorry, but that, it was basically was Tennessee, it. UConn. Yeah, that was it. And for, you know, Roy Williams has how many? Three. Three. I think you had three, and then Coach K had five. I mean, that's that's just impressive, man. I mean, you know, Jim Behan, you know, he's an all-time great coach too. I mean, he's kind of past his prime a little bit, but I mean, he's got one. You know, at, at, you know, I, I know that Duke gets the whistle, and they're they're a blue blood and all that. And as a kid, you know, when Tennessee sucked. Um, all my friends were UNC fans, which they always had the, you know, Vince Carters and, you know, and Michael Jordan. Of course, they weren't alive whenever Michael Jordan was in college, but it was just everybody wore UNC gear and it always pissed me off because we're living in Tennessee. So I would like, you know, chirp Duke and like, you know, that was like what my team didn't care if they won or lost, but I always – made it a point to pull for Duke over UNC. And I hate Kentucky and Duke and Kentucky hates Duke. So it was always fun to do that too. Yeah. Um well I like Coach K. I think he's a great coach. And I, I used yeah. to listen to this radio show every now and then, but I just got sick Saturday and leading up to it, it was constantly Coach K's last game's coming up. Coach K and I know it was on their network. Yeah. It was like, man, they were talking about it during the Tennessee game. Like yeah, uh, at some point enough is enough, and it. I know some UNC fans, and like they went there, so it was. Uh, I was laughing my rear end off Saturday night watching yeah. that go down. Yeah, it's it's almost like when uh, Chipper retired with the Braves, and every game they would talk about Chipper retiring, and 
and you know, a, a, each team would give him a gift when they went to go play. And I was like, guys, like, you know, it's Chipper Jones, you know, great, great player, but like, my God, he's not, you know, Mickey Mantle or Babe Ruth or, you know, I mean, the guy won one ring, you know, like, yeah. let's move on. Let's move yeah. on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anything for ratings, but, uh, Man, huge weekend coming up. It's the best week of the year, in my opinion. Uh, conference championship week. There's basketball on, multiple networks, all day Thursday, all day Friday, most of the day Saturday, and then Sunday afternoon. Going into the tournament pick em, or tournament picks selection show Sunday night, man, is this like nonstop basketball for the next three or four days. So buckle up if you're a basketball fan. It's going to be wild. Hey, are, are, is YY8 uh, doing a uh, bracket challenge again this year? We are, and we'll be posting more of that. Stay tuned to our Twitter. We are doing a bracket challenge. I think I've emailed uh, participants from last year, or I'm in the process of doing that. So check your emails if you're listening. And played last year, check your emails. There should be something either either in your mailbox or on the way to your inbox. But uh, I'll post some info on our social media pages. Um, it's on CBS, so we usually – everybody throws in 10 bucks an entry, or you can play for fun. You just won't win any money. But um, anybody wants to enter, feel free to enter. And uh, – <laughs> Did and if you, uh, if you do do a bracket, you better pay because I won the Super Bowl prop bets and someone didn't pay and my my pot dropped by $10 and I'm still not over it yet. We won't call him back, but you'll get a chance to get your money somewhere down the road from him. I just got tired of trying to call him. <laughs> is it uh, – I want to guess his name. Is it Donnie Cliff? No, Donnie didn't enter. This is a guy that tailgates with us whose cousin is Thomas Reigns. His cousin is who? Thomas Reigns. Oh. That. <laughs> Pat, Patrick, honey. Patrick, honey, send me my $10. I worked hard picking those bets, which <laughs> what, what color the Gatorade was, how long the anthem would be. I mean, I, I spent countless hours. I deserve that 10 extra dollars. <laughs> um. Good guy. Yeah. Love Patrick. Patrick, uh, pay up. I'll get that from you eventually. Um, hey, just let him keep it. Uh, <laughs> he used to provide me with uh, Jack Daniels at tailgate parties when I was underage. So this is me paying you back, Patrick. There, there you $10. go. <laughs> um, Thomas finished I'm, second. Big Montana finished first in the Super Bowl prop bets. Um, I did a bad job of uh, – Send a message out to everybody like, hey, pay up. Um, that was almost two months ago, and I've just now paid Big Montana and Thomas today. So uh, it's, um, it's just about bragging rights for me. Give it to the kids. Better late than never. Um, give it to the kids. I mean, you're going to turn around and give 10 of it back before the tournament. So uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'll post more about that on our social media pages. I'll post my picks so y'all can see that uh, I did, in fact, how pick awful. Tennessee and how, how awful both bowling and I do. So, it'll probably be LSU versus Kentucky in the championship game. Yeah, shit. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, right now, Vanderbilt has beaten Georgia 86 to 49. Jeez. God, Georgia is so – that's another – I can't see Tom Crean keeping his job. They might fire him tomorrow or they might wait till Monday, but that there's no way that dude survives at Georgia. He's been there too long and not done anything. They'll, they'll let him finish his pinny colada down there in Tampa Bay, but I think Monday morning he's he's gonzo. You know what's crazy? I mean, he he was a good coach. I, I still think he is a good coach. He just he's just not doing it at Georgia. I mean, he was at um, Wichita State, correct? Uh, he he actually made his name at Marquette with Dwayne Wade. He took him to the Final Four when Wade was at Marquette. And then he went to uh, Indiana. Was he not at Wichita State for a stint? Um, not that I remember. That was uh, Greg. Oh gosh, what was that guy's name? He came from um, that guy came from Winthrop and went to Wichita State. Oh God, he's not there anymore. He got fired. Man, now I'm gonna have to look it up while we're sitting here talking. That's fine. Because uh, he, they, uh, they almost beat Tennessee. Uh, Greg Marshall was at Winthrop or yes, Wichita yes. State, but he was at Winthrop when Bruce Pearl's first year. Me and Chris Newman, Craig Newman, Thomas Reigns went over to Greensboro to watch Tennessee in the yes. tournament, and we had we had beaten on Thursday. We had beaten Winthrop at the buzzer on a lofty yeah. two pointer. And then we turned yeah. around and lost to Wichita State on Saturday. The Shockers, right? The Shockers. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I, th- I thought Tom Crane was at Wichita State, but I was wrong. Yeah, he's he's at um, he was at Indiana. It's kind of like the guy. I think you tweeted him. Um, it was a guy trying to argue with me on Twitter the other day about. Let me pull this up. <laughs> he was arguing with me about when what tournament started last, and he kept saying tennis or the SEC starts their tournament last and finishes last, which is not correct. I don't know where he was where he was getting that at, but his original tweet was, "I'll die on the hill that the SEC hurts their teams by playing later than another conference." Now I don't disagree with that. I wish all conference tournaments ended on Saturday. Um, yes. I think you you said that, too, should have started today, which would have been Tuesday. But I don't know if they set that up because of TV. I don't know why, um, because there's not that many tournament championships on Sunday. I think there's just three or four. Um, but I was confused. I didn't right. know if he meant, like, start times or starting the day. And he says, we were the last tournament to start and finish. And I said, well, the Big Ten plays at 3.30 on Sunday, and they start on Wednesday. And he said, no, we're the yeah. last game every single year. And I said, no, <laughs> SEC plays at one. Big Ten plays at 3.30. This has been that way for years. And he said, okay, you're all knowing my bad. And I said, yeah. well, thanks for recognizing well, that I am all knowing. <laughs> he actually wor- He actually works for Rick Barnes. So he's probably used to that. <laughs> that makes it even worse. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just letting you know he, he works for the he works with the athletic program with UT basketball. Well, that's that's and good. He, but <laughs> I'm Andy, glad he recognizes Andy, that he was wrong though. 
Oh, well, he's a Lakers fan too, so he's he's full of fake fandom. <laughs> Surprised he doesn't like Duke. Um, but I, I'm not like down in the guy or anything. I just thought that was funny. I was like, that's easily easily accessible information. Like, why are you arguing with me about it? But anyway, uh, he's a, he's a Tennessee fan. Let him live. Yeah. Oh well. Good we only man. get we only get to we only get to do this so often, so let's it's okay to have That's some right. good good spirited banter back and forth. Um, yes, there's no hate, no hate no, here. It's all love. No, no, love is love. Love is love. Um, love. <laughs> so, um, man, what about these gas prices? Well, let's see. I filled up Sunday. Uh, um, let's see. I filled up Sunday for 90-something dollars in one of my trucks. Another one of my trucks I filled up Monday for $93, and I filled up again today for 97 So, in the course of a week, I've spent uh, almost $300 in gas. Gavin texted me today a picture. He must have been filling up a work truck because I know his little truck doesn't fill this up 30 gallons 127 dollars jeez well biden's been on a roll uh the last week he's given it we usually do the biden gaffes um he had a good one yesterday on on uh tuesday and i'll play it here in a second but i just when you listen <laughs> to this imagine president trump says this and Imagine the media outrage and the gnashing of teeth if he said this. My God. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. So two of the senators behind in this photo are African-American, and another is a white guy. So he was saying – the two African-American guys looked like they played ball and the white guy looks like he could bomb you. Just can you, what would the outrage be if, if president Trump said something like that? Uh, it'd be awful. Um, I think it did turn out the two guys did play ball though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably did, but I'm just like, where's the outrage? The other Biden gaffe, is just him opening his mouth about anything about oil and gas production in this country and gas prices. Um, it's just one first, big, put your foot in your mouth every time you open it. First day in office, uh, January 20th, shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Awful. And it's Done. funny, it's funny to listen to. I went back and looked at, I found these. Uh, some tweets of some people that I know were known Trump haters and losers that are trying, they're playing mental gymnastics, trying to almost justify these prices. Um, they, I'd love to sit down and I might do a podcast once sports is over uh, for this year and just do a podcast and like have some of these people on like, did you really think, is this what you wanted? Like, is this what you really thought? I mean, surely to God, you didn't think that things were going to be better than they were financially, economically under Trump. There's no way. Uh, man, I, I just don't get it. Uh, I know, you know, and like Trump, 
Trump, you know, as far as as him leading the country in a financial matter and a safety matter was one of the best we ever had. You can say what you want to. Sometimes he'd make childish tweets and say things which I personally loved. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I get why some people would be mad. My new favorite thing is the uh, don't say gay bill in Florida that the whole bill does not use the word gay at all. And a bunch of people are up in arms about this. According because, to celebrities, it does. Uh, also, according to celebrities, they would pay $15 a gallon for gas if it meant putting the screws to Russia. Yes, yes. <laughs> What's funny that uh, that don't say gay bill is about uh, school teachers not being able to talk to kids from kindergarten to third grade about um, their gender choices or sexual things. And, you know, call me crazy, but I don't want anybody talking to my kids before high school about sex or, you know, what gender they are. That's what just, I said. You know, I said this last week. We are worried about things in this country that does that does not matter, and that does not matter. Like, why yeah. are we even? Why do people want to talk to kindergartners about that? Here's a here's another. Um, I found this. This is Biden early on. Um, he is a presidential candidate at this point, talking about um, how he's going to end uh, the pretty much um, in the oil industry. Uh, number one, I think the way we deal with um, state lands is uh, we, we have less we have less uh, latitude. What we say we can and cannot do. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands that we can and, uh, and, and, and and stop that. I think we should, in fact, be looking at what exists now and making a judgment whether or not the those, in fact, that are there, those wells that are there, whether or not they're dangerous or whether or not they've already done the damage and what we can do from there by trying to change the attitude of the members of the, of the governors of the various state and the state legislatures. So... He may not be directly responsible for high gas prices right now, but his policies have put us on a path to do that. No one can argue with me any differently. I won't believe it. If you do, you've been watching CNN too much. You're a fool. You're a fool, JR. <laughs> By the way, um, huge news. The rattlesnake is coming back. One more match, WrestleMania 38. My God, King, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas, Texas at Cowboys Stadium. Uh, five guaranteed stunners in that match. And the thing is, Kevin Owens' finishing move is the is stunner. The Let's go. I'm <laughs> and ready. A, so the backstory on that is Kevin Owens is a huge, grew up a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. He's been on Steve Austin's show. I don't, it's not Stone Cold used to have a podcast. He doesn't do that anymore, but he has that show on WWE Network. And it, I mean, he drew a lot of inspiration from Steve Austin. So this is like a dream match for him. But they had to do something with it being in Texas involving the Texas Rattlesnake. They just had to. Yes, had to. I mean, I'm it's, excited. I'll be watching. <laughs> 
I, I'm, I saw that. I heard rumors that it was going to happen. And uh, apparently on Monday Night Raw, Kevin Owens called him out. And then Tuesday, it was a pre-made video. He's driving through the Texas landscape and just stops on his ATV and gets out and just lays a can of verbal whoop-ass on Kevin Owens. <laughs> I cannot wait to see the rattlesnake. I don't know what it'll be like. It'll be interesting to see if it has like a full-fledged match. I hope it's a match. I hope it's not one of those where they get out there and run their mouth for three, four, five minutes and do some stunners and that's it. I want to see a match. And he's 57 yeah. years old. Hopefully he can do it. Let's just pray to God he can. I want, I want to see him in the black trunks and the knee braces. Yes. And the, and the leather vest. I want it all. You know, the last couple of times he's been on there, he's been wearing a T-shirt and jeans and tennis shoes. That's yeah. not my snakes. No, I'd even take uh, the jean shorts in the knee braces. He used to come out in that every now and then. That, yes, that'd be good. I like that. That's when he he would wear a t shirt and the tight tight jean shorts with his boots to come out and do a promo. Um, sometimes he'd come out to the ring in his leather vest with no shirt on with the with the jean shorts but yeah it's either black trunks his wrestling gear or the uh the jean shorts that's the way to go no more tennis shoes no more camo ball caps it's time to get down to business austin yes. 316 style yes we we, we like our wrestlers shirtless <laughs> no i heard no that <laughs> even the <laughs> even no the problem. divas <laughs> Yes. Even even May Young, we'll even take that. Rest in peace. Oh, oh God! All right, big weekend of basketball coming up. Big Montana and I will be watching somewhere, whether it's whether it's his man cave, the Section YY8 Studios, or somewhere around town. If you want to watch with us, give us a shout. We'll be happy to have you over. But uh, big weekend. Hopefully, the Vols can find a way to get their first sec world title since 1979 um, it's gonna be tough you got kentucky to go through probably auburn or arkansas um it's gonna be tough but uh so i was planning a big show this week with day day vol big montana and gavin day day couldn't make it it's his kid's birthday gavin's having truck problems and phone problems which uh, I'm not sure what either has to do with being on the podcast, but um, so next week, Day 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 Day's out in his garage right now practicing Papa Shot. Uh, he posted a picture where he beat my record the other night, and I have it on good authority that it took him 20 tries, and it only took me two. Um, he beat me by one. And I just want to say congratulations to him. Um, you know, I, I'm more of a post player, and, uh, you know, I got – you know, I'm not as fast as he is, and I still put up 91. So, I consider I consider your uh, 92 um, void. This was yeah, at main yeah. event, correct? Correct, yes. On, on a Charlotte Hornets Papa shot. <laughs> wow. That makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, – I'm going to have to go back out there and, and uh, get my record back. So we might be doing that uh, after Tennessee loses on Thursday night. 
I've never been. Let's go do that. If Tennessee loses, we'll go. <laughs> hey, it's really not a bad place to watch a game. The bowling alley, um, they have like every lane has a, its own TV, and it's like two hundred inches big. So it's it's really pretty dope. So yeah, I've heard it's um, I've heard it's a pretty cool place. I've just I've, I've never had a reason to go, but uh, I, I've heard it's the, pretty cool. The food, so the food's absolutely awful, but everything else is pretty nice. It's like uh, it's kind of a Dave and Buster's on steroids, I guess. Yeah, kind of. They have a laser tag and ropes course and all that BS too in there. So we'll have to we'll have to check that one out. If uh, maybe we can go there and celebrate if the Vols win, we'll see. (laughs) Or drown our sorrows. Yes, or pout. But uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Big show this week. with Big Montana on board, and then we'll be back next week. Hopefully, Big Montana, Day Day Vol, and Gavin will do a roundtable for the NCAA tournament, the big dance. Um, so we'll we'll hopefully get that together. I'll work on Day Day and Gavin and make sure they're here. I got to incentivize them somehow. It, so we'll. It, it sounds like it sounds like Gavin's fixing to lose his spot. Man, he, uh, you're calling him out. Uh, you know his cat his cat stick one week he's he's got to use his finger for his universal joint tonight uh, you know i i mean it, man if, if, if you're not all in get all out that's what i always say man the gauntlet has been laid down <laughs> gavin if you're listening uh, if you get woke gavin you go broke that's right oh <laughs> uh, gavin bless his heart gavin honey Aww. all right this week, gall. Um, that's all we got for this week's show. Appreciate everybody listening. Uh, remember, you can check us out. Uh, just Google us to find any form previous episodes of the show. Google Section YY8 Podcast or Bing It or whatever search engine you use. Uh, we're on Listen Notes, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Um, still not on Spotify. We have levied sanctions against Russia. They're no longer able to listen to us in uh, Russia. We did have a listener. I went back and tried to look. I couldn't find the episode, but I looked. Podbean.com has, which you can also listen to us there. Um, they have a feature where it shows you where the listeners originate from. And we've had a listener in Canada, Alaska, Russia, and Australia. And... Um, I'm not sure why somebody in Russia is listening. Must be a Vols fan in Russia. I don't know. Uh, We're everywhere. So, um, but if you are in Russia and you're a Vols fan, we are are levying sanctions against you because of Putin and his atrocities he is committing. So, sorry, not sorry. You can't listen to us anymore. Too bad. But, yeah. you can listen to us there. We're on Twitter at section YY8. We're on Facebook at section YY8. So we're everywhere. Listen to us. We'll post more info about the um, March Madness tournament. But uh, Big Montana, appreciate you coming on. We'll have you back next week. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Go Vols. Everybody, go Vols. Watch basketball this weekend. It's going to be cold in East Tennessee. So you have no excuse to not sit inside and watch basketball. Turn off the war, watch the watch some hoops, and cheer on the Vols. And we'll see you guys next week here on the Section YY8 podcast. Yeah.
icy hills 